So are you looking to possibly change your career path and enter the IT field? What about cybersecurity? Well, today I did an interview with someone that did just that. They changed their career field, they changed their path, and entered the IT field. And we covered a lot of strategies she used and tips and tricks. So stay tuned, because that interview is coming up. Welcome to the Bearded IT Dad Podcast, where technology meets career development. Join us as we talk with industry experts, get advice and insight about their expertise and real-world experience in the information technology field. Have to learn to learn on your own. The number one thing you can do to get out of the help desk or out of any entry-level position is be exceedingly good at your current position. The elephant in the room, right? Money is obviously a, a certain barrier and roadblock, but I would charge and, and, and argue against that. There are so many resources out there available for free on the internet. From starting your IT journey to advancing your career, you'll get actionable tips and practical advice to help you succeed in this ever-evolving industry. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's dive into the world of IT. What's up, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to IT Career Skills. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Ali, who's here to talk to us about her journey into the IT realm and her path in cybersecurity. So, Ali, why don't you take a minute and introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Ali. I've been officially in the tech industry for about four months now. Uh, so, I mean, total, if we're not... if we're, counting the unprofessional time where I'm just doing it on my own. I've been in it basically since, well, since I could type. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so kind of talk, tell me uh, what your path was to uh, your current position you have. Sure. It's kind of scattered. Uh, basically, I started off thinking that I wanted to do criminal justice because that's something that I grew up really passionate about. I went to um, school actually here in Bend, which is where we are. And um I pursued the criminal justice degree up until I had my first programming class where I realized I really liked computers. And I've always liked computers, but being able to open them up and make them do what you want to do was something completely different. And then that drove me to video games. Nice. And I had always been playing video games, but now that I knew how to program, I thought, could I make games? So then I made games and that was super fun. But then I started learning about hacking and I started learning about ethical hacking and cybersecurity and it kind of blended the love of computers and the criminal justice side of things together so that I could really find that's what I want to do. So um, from there, I took my time to learn uh, and study for the Security Plus, which was a task in itself. And then I got certified with that and decided to pursue um, that line of thought and applied for my first IT job with no experience besides what I do in my spare time and I got it. Awesome. So you, you did you have your security plus at the time you applied for your position? Uh, yes, I had I had secured it and the day that I got security certified I applied for jobs. Nice. So uh, if you don't mind kind of going into what you actually do right now. Sure. Yeah, so I'm considered an information system specialist uh, three uh, because I work for the state. So they are very specific with their job roles and what level you are within those job roles. Um, so I mainly work for a division uh, within workers' compensation, and I help the entire workers' compensation division with their electronics, and all of their devices, mobile devices. So we have auditors who go out and audit different 
um, uh, companies to make sure that they have insurance and stuff like that. And that requires a plethora of devices, uh, mobile, um, we call, we call them MiFi's and, um, tablets as well as their computers, headsets, anything that gets them go, it gets them out the door and getting their job done. So we, we su support all of that. Nice. Um, do you have any particular tools like you use when you study for your security plus? Yes. Um, I have a list which I can provide for you. Yeah. Um, I've been compiling for a while. But um, my big ones were Professor Messer, which I think everyone... Everyone, you know. Everyone. If, if you haven't checked out Professor Messer, it's a great free resource. You know, uh, he puts out uh, A+, plus, Net+, plus, and Security Plus mm -hmm. videos. And, and he all, keeps so. them all up to date as well. Yeah, he does monthly study groups. Um, and we'll make sure and put Ali's list of resources she used down in the description below if you guys want to go check it out. So Certainly, yeah. Um, Professor Messer was huge. I did um, uh, uh, CBT Nuggets. Uh, they had a really great course on there too, but it is slowly getting outdated um, as the new ones are starting to come roll out. Uh, as well, I, I am a book hoarder, so I have probably five or six books nice. just for security plus. <laughs> um, and again, that's, that'll be on the list. Awesome. Those are what I used. Awesome. So do you recommend for people out there just starting to study to use multiple resources or if just find one that works? Like what's your feedback out there? I could not have done it without multiple resources. There's, I mean, it depends on the kind of learner you are. I, I'm one of those people who I latch on to something and I want to know everything there is about that one thing. Yeah. Um, but I think specifically with, with the way Katia does their exams, it's, you can't just use one resource. Right. You, you will not get enough if you use one resource. But the good news is, is there's so many free resources out there that you can take and use to your advantage. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of the same way. I'm, I'm a visual and a hands-on on learner. Um, so when I studied for my A+, plus, I uh, was solely using CBT Nuggets, which is amazing. Don't get me wrong. I mm -hmm. love CBT Nuggets. And then right before I was getting ready to take my exam, I started diving in. I found out about Professor Messer about that time and started diving into a couple other options. And I was like, wait a minute, I don't know any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And that, I think that's why it's so important you diversify either if it's online studying in a book or I wouldn't just limit itself to one vendor. When no, and not just like, yes, people learn from like, there's visual learners and hands-on learners, but also listening to people talk about it, listening to people who are in the field um, talk about it or um, looking at diagrams and stuff like that. You, you really should, because I mean, the reality of it is if you're wanting to work in this industry, you need to have all the realm of ways of learning right. to, to really understand the information you're going through. One thing I wish I would have done when I was doing the security plus is I never looked at any logs. I hadn't had any experience doing that um, other than like debugging logs. <laughs> logs. I mean, I didn't, I never experienced Windows logs or Linux logs. So when I got to that part on the exam, it's like, this is an area I have never covered. Right. And I, I just never thought that it was something I should have done. Right. And then going into finding other resources later, like, oh, they cover it right here. I should have known to. Right. And anyway, it's just the hindsight is always 2020. But So I guess while we're talking about education and um, resources used to learn, are you currently still studying to, you know, advance your education? Mm -hmm. I mean, really in IT, you have to always be studying, but, you know, what are you doing now to further yourself in your career path? Sure. Yeah. Uh, a lot. So much. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of like in this obsessive stage where I'm just like all the things, do all the things, but specifically, um, I'm eventually wanting to continue my education and get much more degrees focused in cybersecurity because that is where I find my passions at. 
Um, in the meantime, I'm learning um, more about ethical hacking. Specifically, my target right now is bug bounties because it just strikes my fancy. Yeah. Something about thinking you're like going to be the Boba Fett well, of bug bounties. Yeah, can, awesome. can, you just, can you describe that for people who don't know what that sure. is? Yeah. So bug bounties, kind of in the simplest way, is finding vulnerabilities uh, within a, a company's uh, website or um, product that they have, finding vulnerabilities and reporting it to them ethically. So it's it it's there's People who find these vulnerabilities and use it for their own gain, and then there's the white hat hackers, the bug bounty hunters that find them, report them, and then you get your bounty in return. So you're still, it's kind of still for your personal gain, but at the same yeah. time, you're bettering the internet. That, absolutely, yeah. It's kind of a, a common goal. Yeah. There. You entered the field, like you said, you just had, you had your security plus, but you really had no prior work experience. How difficult was it for you to land that first position? Um, you know, everyone's situations is different. I was fortunate. I was already working for the state, so I had state experience, but that doesn't mean anything in IT. Right. Um, really, I, I think probably the best story I can use for this is my interview. And I was really nervous because I don't have professional, I didn't at the time have professional IT experience. So I was really nervous that they were going to ask me questions and they were going to, you know, be like, solve this or what would you do for this? I mean, the before going into that, I mean, it, to explain what the job process was like, I applied for the job and then I got an email saying that they liked me as a candidate and wanted to move me to the next stage. The next stage was me writing out, it was like an essay worth of questions, scenarios where I had to just tell them how I would handle a scenario and write it clearly. Um, and this included breaking down technical thing, technical instances that happened and how to explain it to someone who's non-technical. Right. And then from there, we had a video interview where you, it wasn't like where we're you know, talking now. It right. was they had questions and you had to answer them on video. <laughs> so it was super awkward. But then the last one, I was really worried about the last interview. So I, I made it through all the stages. I had this last interview. It was going to be my first in-person interview where I can actually ask questions. And the, my manager, who is awesome, he came in and he's just like, yeah, I was going to ask you all these questions. He's like, I just want to talk. So I was like, oh, man, this is my in. I can, I can talk. <laughs> so and that was really nice. And I just basically told him, you know, I've always loved computers. I really am interested in cybersecurity right now. And I just want somewhere to start. I just need an in somewhere that is willing to teach me and push me forward. And they were like, this is it. And so and I got it. Awesome. So, that's, yeah. that's really awesome to hear those stories. Um, yeah. And I think you I've kind of talked about it on my channel. I know you've heard my story where. I started in the field with no experience, no certifications and stuff. And the interview process when I got the job I currently have was went very much the same. Um, you know, um, you know, I, and I told him, look, I don't know everything. Um, I know a good amount, um, but I know how to find what mm -hmm. I need to find. And I have good communication skills. And that's when the end what really wanted over for me. And as I can tell with you, that's probably was a huge contributing factor. Yeah, I mean, I know me, you, and Zach can't stress it enough. Soft skills are so important. It, it is, it, I don't want to say it's more important than the actual technical skills, <laughs> uh, but in a way it, it is. Um, how you can communicate with your, your coworkers and the other people that might not understand, but you, you don't want to talk down to them. You want to mm -hmm. communicate where they feel like you care about what the, what the actual problem is, and you actually understand. Mm -hmm. So, and it, it, you know, honestly, like it's it's awesome if you can do the technical stuff, and that's great. But if you can't 
tell people what that is, you can't explain to them what's wrong. It's not, it's not going to work out. Yeah. You're not, it, no, nothing's going to get solved if you can't communicate what's going on. Absolutely. No, that, that's a huge thing. So, mm -hmm. so, uh, I guess what is your career path moving forward looking like? What, what did you have like a, like a 10 year plan on what, where you want to be in your career? Sure. Yeah. I'm always thinking like five years ahead. Um, my current path, kind of what I'm choosing to do, I'm going to stay where I'm at for a while mm -hmm. and get the year of the couple years of experience right. with that because my job also allows me to learn on my learn during work hours. That's awesome. And you just can't, there's no replacement for that. I mean, right. Absolutely. a job could pay me more, but the fact that I can use, you know, some of my downtime when things are a little slower to look at the latest activity or, um, you know, just read the books that I bring and stuff like that. It's just, it's invaluable to what yeah, I do. Absolutely. And just the more time you have there, you're building that experience mm -hmm. and, uh, it'll look better on your resume as well. Mm -hmm. So, and, uh, I, again, I can really relate to that because that's, I, I've been at my company for about a year and I started answering help desk tickets, resetting user passwords. And now, uh, literally Sunday I'm flying out to install a new camera system and do work on a server and I'm building networks and I'm doing, doing so much more and I've learned it's so much I've learned just by the experience I've built there. So. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, okay, I just want to get up to this point. Like yeah. I, I just want to be sysadmin or DevOps. And it's like, yeah, that's great. But stay here for a while. Yeah. Kick your feet up. Enjoy it. Because I'm not saying those jobs won't have that, but this is such a good time for you to, to spread out and see, you know, what areas of things do you like? Cause I didn't realize how much I liked putting, you know, uh, different machines together and building machines, yeah. seeing how fast I can get the machines to go and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah that, that's really cool. You know, you kind of get into the field and uh, into the field, excuse me. And you kind of learn what you thought you wanted kind of changes. And yeah, you might still have the same end goal in a sense, mm -hmm. but how you get there may have changed your, your ideas. Like, Oh, I really actually enjoy doing this more. Um, I'm kind of the same way. Like I was dead set. I'm going to be, a network administrator like that's why I thought okay that's all I want to be and now that's kind of morphed because I started messing around with Windows servers and I still love networking and I mean one of these days I will be a network engineer um, but you know it's kind of changed like I don't only want to do networking now I like working on computers and mm -hmm. that's really became what I do so yeah and it's just me and again it's just until you dabble you won't know right and yeah that, that's why whenever people are like oh I want to get into tech but I don't want to do it. I'm like just start yeah. you'll, you'll you'll as soon as you start you'll start realizing things you like and things you yeah. don't like well and now that we're talking about that do you have any advice for people that are looking to break into the field and you know, where, where, where should you start? Like, you know, like I, I, I know what I did because I came from, I was a bulldozer operator. You know, I had no formal experience and that's a really hard jump. Do you have any advice for people out there just trying to, trying to do something similar? Sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest thing is, is, is just start learning, like find whatever it is. If you're like, Oh, I think I might like tech because of such and such reason, take that reason mm -hmm. and, and start learning about it. Get, get books or watch videos or start taking notes. Um, and then from there you can start saying, okay, so what, what options do I have with this? Right. For me, you know, I, I worked with the state and I could see what, what jobs were coming up and I could see when, you know, certain things became available. So I was like, oh man, that would be really cool to do that. What do I need to do to get to that position? Like what, what kind of experience are they looking for? And then 
kind of just look at that list and go, okay, let's start checking things off. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's a really great, and that's pretty much sounds exactly what I did. Mm -hmm. You know, I started looking to see, okay, what are the employers looking for and what, where, where am I at and what skills do I need to obtain to get myself to that level? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's really great advice. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. So, it, yeah. Anything else you have for the I, people out there? I would say anyone can get to IT, in IT, even if it's, I mean, it's such a huge field and it's only growing. Right. So why not just start, like start working towards it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, if, if it's something you're truly passionate about and IT, yes, there is great money to be made, but if you're just after it for the money, you'll never, you'll never be successful. You'll never enjoy your career. Mm -hmm. uh, but if it's something you're truly passionate about, there is absolutely no reason you can't be in the career, no matter what your age, what your skill level is. Um, there is always going to be an opportunity for you to enter the career field. So for sure, absolutely. Well, I really appreciate you yeah. taking the time today yeah. and uh, you know interviewing. And uh, if you, you know, if you guys have any other questions, please make sure and leave them in the comments below, and we will make sure and answer them. And until next time, thank you guys for tuning in. And also, if you haven't subscribed, make sure you hit the subscribe, subscribe, and hit that bell icon so you receive notifications when we release new videos. All right, thanks again, and take it easy. Thanks for tuning in to the Bearded IT Dad. We hope you found today's episode helpful and informative. If you are enjoying the podcast, please make sure to rate and leave a review as it helps more people find the show. If you want more of the Bearded IT Dad, be sure to check out our YouTube channel for additional career tips and IT insights. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite social media platforms for updates on new episodes and exclusive content. Until next time, keep learning.